Thanks for tuning into Paddy Waffle podcast. This is a podcast where I talk about the observations and experiences of my life that are both weird and insightful. And hopefully they can help you change your perspective about certain things. I'm your host. My name is Arthur Patel. And here's the intro. So you may or may not know that I spent a small portion of my life living in this country called Australia. I went to study there and I was there for about three months and then I came back and why I came back is a long and different story of its own but to put it briefly I was not happy with the course that I was studying and before you assume me to be some sort of Maharaja ka beta uh, we had taken a loan and i had gotten like the maximum scholarship from the university so that's how i could risk coming back and also i'm a single child so my parents had to spend less i mean they had more to spend and now if you think that doesn't make sense do this quick exercise calculate your fees like your school fees from 1st to 10th it doesn't have to be exact numbers of every year just like an average or a random number like for example it's 50000 just a random figure for each academic year and if you multiply it by 10 years it gives you 5 lakh rupees now that just from class 1 to 10 and your parents spend that on you and the same amount on your sibling if you have any that's like a total of 10 lakhs just for schooling for people who have two kids and parents with one kid save the additional amount plus the additional cost of living and feeding and the future things and that adds up to a huge amount and obviously people with no kids don't spend this shit also i'm not saying that kids are some sort of financial burden if like if your parents <laughs> loved you they'd do anything for you but at the same time i feel like having kids is like an investment now especially for like indian families where most of them are just seeking some sort of reward from their child because they had invested in them it's pretty weird and you know it's not everybody but people are finally realizing the financial aspect of having kids and that it's a lot of patience and shit and earlier that wasn't the case earlier as in your grandparents and your great grandparents time and before that because two things didn't exist back then contraceptives and consent that's what i think because how else can you explain those people having so many kids and siblings like i once knew a person whose father had 13 siblings like who the fuck has 14 kids <laughs> like like one of her buas uh, that is her father's sister was 4 years younger than her like how fucking weird is that imagine your auntie visits your place and when she's leaving instead of giving money to you you're giving money to her and she's taking money from you because you're the elder one <laughs> and i still can't wrap my head around it like you're in public with her and somebody asks is she your younger sister and you're like no she's my aunt <laughs> oh so fucked up this is like the uno reverse card when it comes to touching feet anyway 
moving forward and coming to the main topic uh so i went to australia and i lived there with four people four other people uh, who were also from the same place as me but they were elder than me and they were there for their masters so before leaving all of us booked rooms in an airbnb of the same home so that we were together and two of them left for melbourne two days earlier than me and the other guy so now we're on the flight to melbourne and beside me are sitting two aunties almost in their late 50s or early 60s something like that and every time the flight attendant arrives they're unable to communicate with him or her because they can't speak english and i have like the place that you're going demands you to speak english and then i realized that australia is too easy with visas like i got my visa on an email there was no interview or anything and apparently ye aunty lok ke bacche used to live there and because they couldn't communicate with the flight attendants i was supposed to be the interpreter like the link between them but the problem was that they couldn't speak hindi either and i can't understand gujarati sorry i haven't watched enough tarak mehta okay but they were so stupid that whenever the flight attendant asked them for their meal order she would like poke me to call me and then point at something on the menu and i was supposed to tell the attendant that that's what she wanted and on a long as tiring flight of about 8 hours i had to act like her caring family member and i don't say this out of spite okay the thing is that when you're in a metallic tube for 8 hours with nothing to do but sit uncomfortably in two positions and watch shitty television you could be the kindest person on the earth you could be like mandela but you'd still get very cranky and irritated and annoyed but i still managed to bottle my emotions a lot in that flight because after the first few times of helping them everybody else started thinking that i was with them and their family so whenever some so whenever any flight attendant came for any purpose to tell them anything he'd tell me he'd be like can you tell them to sit upright and i was like you tell them it's your job not mine and at one point i was sleeping i was in deep sleep and a flight attendant woke me up and he was like can you tell them to wear headphones like what the fuck can't you do your sign language or just point at the headphones and your ear something like that why the fuck do you have to wake me up and just to tell them ki ha aisa headphone hota hai isko aisa pehnte fir aawaz aati hai and these aunties were ungrateful to me either they reacted and grunted like i was supposed to take care of them like it was my job and it wasn't and that irritated me even more like they used to poke me <laughs> they used to poke me and then point at something on the menu and i was like usko bhi dikhayegi to samjhega aunty main kuch nahi kar raha main bhi wahi cheez kar raha just i'm using a word or two in english Yeah, still annoys me. <laughs> Now after eight hours, we're finally about to land. Just a few more minutes, and I'll get rid of these aunties forever, and I won't have to do any fucking thing for them or the flight anymore. I am free in a new land full of white people, and I'm not gonna have to stay stuck with these ungrateful old Gujju aunties. and i was getting excited to get rid of these people and right then 
this auntie called me and said the word that every indian no matter what language he or she speaks will understand this auntie calls the flight attendant nearby and then turns around and looks at me right in my eyes and says ulti aur mera jo instant gaand phata tab and and then she starts doing that belching thing like like the action of vomit that your mouth does before you actually puke like the foreplay of puking she starts doing that and the moment she does that i panic and start searching for a paper bag and the flight attendant is like open it open it open it and she belches again near my legs and i realized that i am wearing my brand new white sneakers and i was like i in no way i'm going to let this woman ruin my shoes and i rip the paper bag open and hand it to her and tell her to like do it in this and then push her to the other side that was one experience i don't want to relive again and then initially when i was living we were four guys living in two airbnb rooms of the same house and the house had like four rooms and then came two more people and then came three more people and then one more and aise karte karte we were like 12 people inside one house with only one kitchen and two fucking bathroom and toilets and the toilet doors had knobs that means that they could be locked from the inside and one time somebody accidentally locked the toilet door from the inside and then we had to wait for like 2 hours till the owner arrived with the keys to unlock it and it was such a havoc dude like log hagne nahi ja pa rahe because the bathroom is locked and there's nobody inside that's the worst thing okay and then we ended up extending our stay at the same airbnb for more than a month because we were unable to find a suitable house for all of us like we had to put a mattress on the floor of the living room and sleep for a while there and it wasn't so pleasant but we were just trying to get through and the university was like 10 to 15 walk or like a 5 minute tram from where we lived and i realized that um, there were a lot more international students than the local ones and there were a lot of indian students and to be honest many of them like most of them tried their best to not be indian like during the orientation week uh, there was this dude i met who talked to me in hindi with all the cases like mother behind you sab 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 bola usne acche se for the first time we talked and then an hour later when i met him again he started talking in english in an accent that's like really dude we just met like 40 minutes ago and you ended every sentence with the word bund like what the fuck like in my class though uh, there were students of all races and from all countries and the surprising thing was that most of my teachers were not australian they were like from they were like from countries like malaysia indonesia some someone was from argentina i think and i'm not saying this in a demeaning tone but it's just surprising to me like if you go to a toy store that says hot wheels you would expect yourself you would expect a store to have majorly hot wheels toys right like hot wheels cars and not the other stuff that it is not you know that it is not showing <laughs> that's a bad example <laughs> so anyway i so i lived in the suburbs of the city where the university was and there were a lot of asian people around especially indians as well 
and you think that they're indian and i'm indian so if i try to talk to them they'll be extra friendly with me but truth be told indians are really fucking racist i remember this time uh, this one incident like at a grocery store there was this indian cashier who uh, who used to greet every other customer with a hi and a smile or like a good evening good morning thing and whenever it was me or any indian dude he not even look at us he just bill our order and tell us the amount and we'd fuck off and it happened with me so many times that i stopped giving a fuck earlier i was like ha and then i was like gaand mara yaar kya farak padta hai could just be pakistani <laughs> i didn't really know if he was indian the grocery stores were pretty amazing though like i have a thing for grocery stores like i could hang out in a grocery store for hours and i did that there like they have such a variety of stuff they have like 10 types of butter for fuck's sake 10 that's like nine more than what we have in india because in india you either get amul butter or you don't get butter at all because all the alternatives suck see now i got this rant about everything that went wrong with me or i could tell you what i did what i enjoyed and what i did not and what i regret not doing i i'd focus on the first things because i don't want to talk about the what i did not and the regret things the not many but anyway <laughs> so uh i've never seen any sky or any sunset as beautiful as the ones i saw in australia they were absolutely mind blowing like you could you could stand in the middle of the road and still see the horizon and you could see the clouds touching the land and then the sun kissing the land and it was amazing i'm i'm a sucker for clouds and sunsets as well <laughs> so that could just be me but another thing that really amazed me and that i still think about sometimes is the food there i loved what i got to eat even after a month uh, <laughs> when i had lost my appetite but whatever i had was simply unique and delicious and i'm not talking about dining restaurant food not the shit you see in master chef either i'm talking about the local food shops so there's two things that i still miss one is the garlic bread holy shit like the first time i had australian garlic bread was at this pizzeria near our place called amalfi's and all four or five of us went there to eat and the pizzas were nice too but uh, the rest of them had a problem with the pizzas the one problem that they weren't spicy enough like that's peak nagpuri like you're in another country trying a dish that's not even from your native country but another country itself and you take a bite and you're like tikhat nahi hai <laughs> you're like tikha nahi hai <laughs> So they had this combo where they gave a free garlic bread and the first time I had it wow So it's not like the traditional garlic bread like it's not like the garlic bread you get in India it's like a baguette shaped bread like 20 cm long it's got like slits across it and half inch thick pieces and it's covered with garlic butter and it's so beautiful it's heavenly like the garlic butter has a touch of parsley and it does not overpower the taste of the bread yes the bread has a taste of its own a bit of it it is slightly sweet but it is so fresh 
and the moment you put it in your mouth the whole garlic bread just slightly melts and you can taste the combination of the saltiness of the butter with the slight sweetness of the bread and the hint of parsley and garlic just combining in your mouth and giving you this beautiful sensation and you'll find almost the same tasting garlic bread in any pizza place local or franchisee and it's that tasty fuck i'm hungry now that's just a garlic bread that's not even like a big thing this is just like a side and i fell in love with it okay that was the first one the second one uh, that i spent on given that it was like my only meal of the day was the hsp the halal snack pack so this is a dish uh, that's served in layers and you have to mix it up before you eat it so it's like a layer of french fries topped with slices of meat from a roti seri like the meat that is cooked on those vertical grills that you see at shawarma places uh, which is topped with uh, grated cheese which again is topped with three sauces of your choice and the most popular ones are i think garlic sauce sweet chili and mayo and it is served in those paper takeaway boxes and once you mix it up and have a bite it's such an explosion the flavors from the sauces the fries crispy on the outside but soft on the inside and the juicy meat just mingled together and it gets better and better with every bite i was literally like this is what i'll have as long as i'm here and that's what i did sometimes a large one sometimes a small one but i ate it all and i ate it there alone all the time I never left a piece now all of this is what i feel and it could totally be possible that you don't like any of this because first uh, i'm not a fan of spicy food because i like to eat food that has an actual taste to it <laughs> and second i've always been a fan of flavorful food no matter how little spices it has that's just me one thing though that i regret not eating there uh, is kangaroo meat yep i had high expectations of myself eating kangaroo meat but it never happened like i never found a place and then i was like i don't want to scavenge alone and then one day i was like i'll make it at home but then i realized that the people i was living with were too conservative and then there would be a whole new drama so i was like fuck it then every time i went to a grocery store i'd pick up a kangaroo steak and just hold it and stare at it for a while and it's weird how kangaroo is a delicacy in australia but it's also like one of the national animals of the country and it's weird to you if you're indian because whatever is national to the country like whatever is labeled national is supposed to be sacred for life and australians on the other hand were like kangaroo is the pride of the nation but it's delicious <laughs> what a bad accent kangaroo is the pride of the nation but it's delicious <laughs> that's a better one still bad but a little less bad also there was this one time i was roaming in melbourne cbd which is like the main city area and i was with this friend who was also from nagpur and she introduced me to 711s so $1 coffee so fun fact Australia is known for its coffee like it's got the best quality of coffee in the world or as far as i know and i'm not a coffee fan 
and i had hardly had a proper cup of coffee so my body wasn't used to it either and that's where i realized it so we get a dollar coffee and we're roaming around drinking it and after a while we're just sitting and suddenly i have this insane urge to pee and i freak out because it's like the first time i'm hanging out with her and then we're walking and i'm searching for public washrooms and there's no washrooms for wherever we walk i saw absolutely no washroom for a moment the weight felt i thought that my bladder broke or something no washroom anywhere not even in stores but then i think somehow i found one and i sneaked in and that's when i realized i got to drink coffee responsibly because i tried doing that again you know like drinking coffee and roaming around with other people and then i got the same urge to pee and it was crazy <laughs> there's a few highlights i had about this one thing though that i found very kind and that i still remember is when once i was coming back from the kebab shop to my place and i had booked my tickets back home and i was still thinking shit and i was in a bad head space and i was just walking by the house next to ours when suddenly this australian man called me and he told me that he was planning to shift here and he wanted to know about the suburb he was standing with a real estate broker obviously and i told him everything i knew like we shared our names we shake hands and i went in in my own home so i'm lying on my bed probably playing pubg or something and few minutes later my roommate comes in and and says that there's someone at the door asking for sarthak which is me so i go to the door and i find out that it is the same guy i think his name was dan or something and he thanks me again for everything i did and tells me that he lives in sydney uh with his wife and kids and he's planning to move to melbourne and if and if everybody around the neighborhood was as kind and as humble as me he'd love to bring his family here and this small gesture hit me in the chest and it hit me again with more impact a year later and i still can't get over how light that made me feel like wow i guess it's the small gestures that you know sometimes change a person's mood all around good i might <laughs> Now, there's not much to talk about because uh in the first month i fell sick when i went there and i got like viral fever or something and i couldn't get an appointment with the doctors because um they weren't available like i got uh, an appointment with a doctor after a week when i was sick and then another appointment 3 weeks later when i had like cured myself by taking you know a steam and gargling with hot water every hour and the second time i went to the doctor she was a different doctor but she apologized to me she was like i'm sorry you couldn't get an appointment i was like okay fine sure <laughs> there's not much to tell because after a point i was just on my bed playing pubg it was pubg season 1 okay and i was a fucking pro i ruined my phone <laughs> on it but yeah i'm glad i'm back it was fun place but i don't think i would have stayed there now i have a small announcement to make uh thank you so much if you're still here first of all so now that we've reached 10 episodes uh i've decided to take a small break from this podcast for like a month or two and i'll come back again with something new and something different 
from what I've usually been doing. The, the thing is that I do a lot of stuff. And most of the times I don't give credit to myself for it. So I think like, I'm gonna be back, don't worry. I'm gonna do other stuff as well. Until then, please, please, please share Petty Waffle Podcast with your friends, family, enemies, people who live in Australia or anybody who would find this a fun listen. It would really mean a lot. I know it, there's no new episodes for a while, but that doesn't mean it can't be a part of somebody's life. Just the 10 episodes. I hope more people listen to it. I hope you share it too. Till then, thanks and stay safe and take care. This podcast follows a pay-as-you-like model. Check the link in the description for more details. That was the episode. Thank you so much for taking time out and listening to it. If you like this episode, make sure you follow Petty Waffle Podcast on whichever platform you're listening it on. You can also follow this podcast on Instagram. The username is at Petty Waffle Podcast. Till then, goodbye, take care and stay